Todd. I am uh, here with Ronald Matters. Hey, everybody. Um, we're doing our podcast. We want to make sure that we came and did our one-year anniversary with you guys um, so that you guys got spotlighted. Sometimes you guys are the forgotten people. Sometimes people don't remember or know what's going on here or know that people are in dire straits or not in a great place in their life. And we want to make sure that we put that out to the internet so that people know who you are and know your stories. Um, so we're going to get to a portion of the podcast momentarily where you're going to get to ask us questions about what we do uh, and how we can help if we can help at all or problems that you, you guys see in the community that we can ad address on other topics and other podcasts and on YouTube and things of that nature. Oh, look at you. So this allows you a voice and a platform that you may not already have. So with that being said, um, this episode is brought to you by auctions. Uh-oh. So, I don't know if y'all saw it on social media, but Beyonce's daughter was at an auction and was throwing up a paddle and was buying everything at the auction. And the people were mad. They're like, this little black girl is over here bidding $19,000. And I just am so jealous because, can it be me next? Can she pass me the paddle like Beyonce? What is my allowance? Because I definitely want to, you know, put well, her, $10 on something. Well, $10,000. Well, her father has many mansions. So, hey, man. literally, he has many mansions. We believe that she's out here buying stuff. Um, I am the Superman, like I was telling you guys earlier. I am AKA the Booty Guru oh. um, and BKA the Black Gay Grinch. This is Ronald Matters. My name is Ronald Matters, AKA Blue Ivy's Auction Stick, BKA, um, what did I write down? Mariah Carey's teacup on New Year's night because y'all hoes can't find me. You can't come for me if I'm not around. But I'm also presented to you by Web Platinum in collaboration with the closest deacon on Jets who downloaded this app by mistake, but he gonna stay around to see what this app is about. And this is here for a podcast, a colorful commentary and everything gay and mental health leaning. Can you imagine downloading Jack by mistake, but you want to stick around like, oh, what are y'all doing on this app? Let's explore. What's the problem? Oh, you'll pick? find out. Let's you'll unlock. find out. Have y'all found out? Everybody in here got jacked or grinder? Uh oh. Oh no. Oh, it's all Christians in here tonight. Uh -oh. Just me. Uh -oh. oh, oh, well, maybe one in the back. Hey man. Uh oh, just grinder. I've heard grinder is better in DC than a lot of it other places. It can be. It depends on uh -oh. what you're looking for. Mm, see, look at that. Same no. um, so typically at the beginning of our podcast, we also do icebreakers. Um, so in our icebreaker this week, we want to make sure that you guys got to know us a little bit better. So feel free to ask us one question about us that you would like to know to break the ice. Any question, no question is off limits, but you get one question. I feel a question on your spirit. I feel a question on your spirit. I'm feeling too right now. You don't want question I Oh, Lord. One of us. Oh. Him or me. <laughs> what about you? Pretty and pink. Top or bottom? Top. Somebody else got a question I was going to say, like, I don't think that was a... <laughs> <laughs> but now he knows. That was, that was the icebreaker enough. The ice is broke. <laughs> What's going on in Hot Topics this week? This week, I... I hope the Queen's Supreme Court is on your list because... Uh, it's not. I don't know if we... Did y'all enjoy the Queen's Supreme Court last night, or do y'all miss Kaya, or where are y'all with that? I'm a little lost. Can you put me in? What is that? Great question. <laughs> great question. So there was a person in the back that said, what is that? Queen's Court, um, yeah, great question. What oh, is that? Well, it's... Okay, well, let's move on. I thought it was a hot topic. It's not a hot topic. I, <laughs> Um, the word of the day is brace play. So we also cover topics that people are 
you know, not as knowledgeable on sometimes. Okay. And then that way they can get some knowledge. So race play. Race play is when you have someone that is a different race than you that wants you to play into your race normatives. So okay. if Ronald was a white person and I'm a black man, he wants to call me the N-word and bless his heart. And do all of those things and um, <laughs> make me dress up as a slave or any of that, that is race play. And I'm you absolutely- Run from me, I just wanna love you. Can I touch your I'm absolutely not here for that. Absolutely the same. So, um, and, and a lot of times people in interracial things um, are doing it for the wrong reasons. You should oh. be doing it for the person, for the person's love and not to uh, placate what you think that stereotype is about them. Okay. So just because I'm black Dominican man does not mean you're like, ooh, let me just talk to that man because I know he's got a big old dick. I know Spanish too, cause you Dominican. I am. So, <laughs> so gay race play, we're absolutely not here for it. And, okay. that, and that is also the word of the day. Uh, we found out Iggy Azalea is not vaccinated. Um, what does that mean? She's, that she's not, she got rabies. She could get rabies. She's not vaccinated. She was on um, Andy Cohen's show. What's the name of Andy Cohen's show? Watch Yep, that one. Um, and she was talking about the green card process and the vaccinations that she has to get to complete her green card process. So, again, wow. with the community that we have here, I know some of you may be very familiar with the green card process and having to get all your vaccinations before you can actually get your green card. So, we found out Iggy Azalea does not have her vaccinations yet. That explains uh, a lot. I don't. I don't have any colorful commentary on this. Iggy is not a. Moving on. So, um, <laughs> Snapchat thought it was a good idea to come for Rihanna, and they lost eight hundred million dollars in one day. Eight hundred million dollars in ad revenue in one day because they decided to come for Rihanna. They put up this um, commercial ad piece that offered to slap Rihanna or beat Chris Brown. Would you rather is you a rather? game. Yeah. And so she saw it and caught wind of it and then told all of her subscribers and followers on to, Instagram to delete Snapchat. And they went and deleted Snapchat. And so in them deleting Snapchat, she, they lost $800 million in average new crazy. Fortune 500 companies that were giving them money. So don't fuck with Rihanna is the... Well, Kylie Jenner had said that she hadn't opened the app since the update, and which is trash. And then Rihanna comes through, so it's like, who's going to be next to say, like, hey, let me tell my following to delete Snapchat? And like, how do they remain profitable when Insta Stories um, just came through and swiped up everything that Snapchat had to offer? Yes. So sad. Mm. Um, and other Dominican news: My Dominican sister Cardi B is pregnant. Allegedly. It's like almost Re basically reportedly. She's doing July according to reports. July yeah. is going to be spectacular. So she also had lied on the internet about not being pregnant. She was saying, "quote unquote," let me fat in peace, saying that she was just getting fat because she was eating empanadas and shit like that. Right, exactly. The face that she, uh, she made is definitely how I felt. Like, no, you was just pregnant, bitch. Just it's be good. pregnant. Just be pregnant. Uh -oh. um, do y'all watch RuPaul's Drag Race? Yes. Y'all know who the winner of RuPaul's Drag yes. Race All Stars three is? Oh Lord! Oh Lord! Highway robbery. Highway robbery. We'll go with that. 
It's an actual crime what happened to Shangela, and I want to talk about it. Okay. So, does everybody in here come to a degree that Shangela probably should have won? Yeah. It should have. Would it, we oh, no. have no would we have been happy if it was Shangela and Trixie in the top two? Because that's what we expected after Bendela left. So, would we be happy if it was the at least the top two? Um, I would have been happier. I would have been less pissed. But I'm still pissed because she, by the numbers, was supposed to win. And she probably would have killed Trixie in the fucking lip sync. Um, so let's just be real clear about that. Who's you want to win? Bender LaCrim. So, but Bender LaCrim didn't want to win, though. She wanted Kennedy to win. So that's why she voted for Kennedy and to bring yeah. her to the top two. So how do... I don't know. I mean, yeah, she was great. And actually... By other numbers, she should have won because she won the most. Amen. Um, but after Bender LaCrim eliminated herself, mm-hmm. after she eliminated herself, the next most popular queen with the most wins was Shangela. And um, the conspiracy theory is that uh, Trixie Mattel had more followers, quote unquote. And so okay. since she had more followers, it would be a bigger platform for the show to have her win. And I mean, I guess from a business perspective, that's a good idea. So I thought it was rigged. I think it was rigged. Okay. Me. But, I mean, I wish them the best. Season 10 comes out Thursday. Season 10 comes on on Thursday, so we we'll have watch a guest. that. Hey. Hey, I'm Ronald Matters. Hey, Ronald. Hey, Ronald. I'm Martell Lee Superman. Hi. Hey. Can I sit here and start Sure. Hi, everybody. Hey. Hello. How are you? We're joined by Consuela. Uh, my name is Consuelo Lopez. I'm the Chief Operations Officer at Casa Ruby. Work. I'm also a political appointee for the Mayor's Office. I Work. Serve, I serve on their advisory committee for the Office of LGBTQ Affairs, and I'm the Executive Director. Um, I'm sorry. I'm an Executive Board Member for Whitman Walker Clinic. Many jobs. I want to go to Whitman Walker Clinic. I know I have. I, I just think that I would have a great experience, but I've never uh, really had a reason to go because I'm celibate right now. Oh, Whitman Walker's awesome. I mean, they offer so many a wide variety. Wide, a wide variety of services uh-huh. from HIV testing to medicine to um, HRT hormone replacement therapy as well as just internal medicine. Okay. I know that Casa Ruby provides over 30,000 services to 6,000 people across the greater D.C. area. Like, how do you guys do it? Like, what keeps you motivated to wake up every day? Like, I know, I, don't, I just don't even know. Like, how do you stay motivated? It's the mission. Okay. So it's more about the cause. Being a transgender woman of color, living in D.C., growing up in D.C. since 1983, I've experienced the grunt of violence, discrimination, um, and I've gotten through and past that situation to a point in my life where I'm ready to give back to my community. Amen. Beautiful. Absolutely. And we need more people that are empowered, uh, like you're empowered, to want to help the community itself. And that's one of the most important reasons why we're here today, so more people can hear your story, know what this is, because there are people, gay people even in D.C. that don't know what Casa Ruby is. And if we can fix that, we can fix a lot. We're on our niche, I have to say, is basically transgender women of color and gender nonconforming. We have our own little niche, with, which is an organization that people don't want to touch with a 10-foot pole. Mm. Um, so, you know, I've given a speech in front of 200,000 people about how important it is for us to not just talk about it, but, you know, really show action when it comes to being involved with transgender women of color. Um, Transgender women, particularly black transgender women, um, there's a growing rate of HIV infections, and it's known and it's very apparent, and people aren't doing anything about it. So, 
who need to shed light on the issues that transgender women of color face, particularly from discrimination to violence to survival sex work and all the things that are thrown at our way that we have to swim through without a life vest. If um, people could give one or two things to Costa Ruby right now, what do you need the most? Money. <laughs> and I would like to be the first to say that Here For a Podcast is going to make a generous donation Friday yes. to Casa Ruby. Let me take that back. Also, no, no, no. We also, we also need community members who want to get involved. You know, ab- activism is it's not just a Facebook like or, or, uh-huh. a, tweet or a Twitter share or whatever. Amen. It's actually getting out there and doing the work that other people don't want to touch with a 10 foot pole. Okay. So how can I help? How can I help next week? <laughs> oh, just keep coming back. Okay, I'll be back. Yeah, why don't you come back? Let's have a party. Yeah, why don't you come to the Kiki Ball? They have What's a Kiki the Ball. Oh, Friday the Kiki night. Ball. There's a ball every Friday night okay. that we host here, um, and different houses host it, um, and it's it's done by. Oh, it's from six to ten p.m. every okay. Friday, um, with the exception, let's say, there's weather or whatever, um, and it's basically the DMV scene where it's like a ball community, ball world that come in and, hello, where else can you get a group of, you know, people of color ages 18 to 24 on a Friday night to come and just have fun? It's yes. free, you get sodas, candies, chips, and free entertainment, and it's really a fun time for everybody to come and just be themselves and not be judged. Yeah, absolutely. So, for, so for you guys that don't have anything to do next Friday. This upcoming Friday. Every Friday. Every Friday. Yeah. Come to the Kiki Ball and come and Kiki with Casa Ruby and here for a podcast. We'll All come. Right. We're All gonna right. uh, we're gonna be Kikiing with Casa Ruby. Make sure you come out and Kiki with us all. Now we're about to be joined mm-hmm. by the epic, <laughs> the <laughs> ethereal, the overall mother of mothers. Yes, yes, Miss yes. Ruby herself, the founder, the creator, the overall mother of Casa Ruby <laughs> is, is here. Yes. Thank you so much for joining us on Here For A Podcast. I mean, it's just like a dream. Yeah, it is. Both of us as transplants to D.C., um, when we got here, we immediately knew that, like, we have to do something for Casa Ruby because Casa Ruby serves us. Mm-hmm. And it means so. thank you so much for having Here For A Podcast yeah. in Casa Ruby right now. Thank you. First, I want to welcome you. Thank you. And second, I want to humbly thank you for making us part of, you know, your podcast. Thank you. Um, Casa Ruby is collective work, right? Uh, I often talk about how, you know, there's, there's always that person that it's kind of like the one that never goes away. Okay. They're always that, you know, no matter what you do to them, they're always going to stick around. Uh-huh. But that doesn't mean, you know, we're a family. So in this family, um, we have taken the work that was needed in the early 90s where there was a revolution for LGBT people in Washington, D.C. And once the rights and the opportunities came in, uh, this city basically um, created like two societies, the haves and the have-nots. Mm-hmm. There were people who became very successful council members. They became, you know, uh, working at the White House, doing lots of things in the federal government. Mm-hmm. And LGBT rights helped them become the best of them. Okay. But there was also a section of the population in Washington, D.C. that LGBT rights didn't do much 
because we still continue to face high rates of violence, high rates of HIV, homelessness, mm. poverty. And in a community, um, we basically paid the price for gay rights. We, we, we were the ones yes. that were taking the punches, that were dealing with a police department that was homophobic and transphobic. We were actually the ones dying, the new faces of HIV, the people that were dying and continued now, you know, to, to take the burden of the HIV epidemic. And many of us said, no, no, we're, we're not gonna take it. And we're really going to, you know, uh, begin to work on our own survival. Okay. And that's really how Casa Ruby began, you know, by people across the city really standing up for themselves and looking at ways to change the wrong, you know, mm -hmm. because not just one section of the population can thrive. We all can thrive. Yes. And basically that is how the agency you know, I, I decided in 2004 that it was time to, to not only do the work out in activism and fighting and, you know, and, and speaking against, you know, wrong or social illness, but we really needed to organize. So in 2004, I um, basically incorporated Casa Ruby with mm -hmm. DC government, but I realized at that time that we needed to um, not just bring another nonprofit okay. or just to start another nonprofit and start asking for money. I wanted to see a movement. I wanted to see our city come together and those people that really believe in social change and justice and economic justice and social justice and mm -hmm. LGBT liberation, that we came together and started working towards the others that were less fortunate. So that's how it all began on paper. Okay. And I went on to, to still address um, HIV, which I've been doing since 1995, and to address homelessness, poverty, which are the main issues that we address here. And it was until like 2012 that I felt um, that the city was ready. Okay. And that's when, uh, with you know, some money that I had gotten through a settlement, I started looking for a place. Okay. Um, and I found the first location that Casa Ruby had. Uh, prior to that, I had a meeting with 20 of my friends. Uh, Consuela is mm -hmm. um, one of them. And I said, uh, I'm thinking about doing this because also at that time, I had um, survived um, a suicide attempt. I, I, mm. and I had in, November, in December of 2011, um, I had a very, I had a difficult time. You know, a lot of things have piled up on me again. Um, and I went into the hospital and when I came out a week later, I said, you know what, there are things I need to do. I'm not done. Mm, amen. And one of the things that I knew that I wanted to see is how can we take this to the next level? So I had gotten some money. And then in uh, April of 2012, I got the keys for the Casa Ruby on Georgia Avenue. 
And I was ready. I was like, I'm just going to take the computer that I have at home. Okay. I'm just going to grab a chair, and I'm just going to go into this empty building. And Consuela says to me, no, you're not. Uh-oh. <laughs> she said, you realize this is going to be a gay center. <laughs> it can't look like that. Because I was ready to, you know, just go very basic. She was like, uh-uh. And then I called some of my friends, and they were if like. If you're gay, you got to go the extra mile. Yes, baby. <laughs> it's required. <laughs> it is, it is kind of like required. Yes. You know, so they were like, uh-uh, it is not going to look like that. So guess what? We are going to come together. So we had a painting party, and then everybody started pouring in. The chairs mm-hmm. that you still see, these chairs, uh-huh. they were people who went to Costco and bought them one by one. These chairs are still here. Actually, we need to put them somewhere, but (laughs) you know, because this is part of the history. Yes. And from there, um, you know, I always had this feeling that collective work could pay off, right? Because particularly for people of color, people in general in leadership, People who have money feel, oh, you know, they they just can't get along, or they just got too many issues, or they, you know, like, who is going to trust HIV positive, transgender, homeless prostitute, you know, to take, you know, nothing and build something. (laughs) That's That's how people really feel out there. And And they never give us. You proved them wrong. And I wanted to be, you know, just kind of like that person that, you know, because I also, at that point, I had a, a position that people have trusted in giving me leadership. I could speak for people. I, I, I became... That's uh, scary. Spoke- Is this scary? <laughs> Is it, every time you have to go speak for an entire group of people? Like, does it... It's not, because I tell you one thing, my sister, Arlene Budd, who's another person who's done amazing work in Washington, D.C., always said, our movement comes from pain. Mm. Our movement in Washington, D.C. comes from disparity. It really comes from all that violence, and it really comes from the lives that we lost. So really, the way that what kept us going, despite the fact we had no money, mm-hmm. we had no credibility you know, in spaces that put resources only on certain places. And it's very difficult. Yes, but politics. you know what we had? We had the people who you lost their other. life. And also, the people who lost their life. And we always said, you know, so their lives shall not be in vain. And today, even here, you know, we remember those that are gone. Trust me. They are here. The reason why we exist, the reason why there is a movement in D.C., because many people lost their life. So the people that are here don't have to lose theirs. Amen. And when you come with that kind of backup, Baby, you can walk somewhere and be like, I don't, I never went to college. I don't have a college degree, but I can tell you one thing I can make some shit happen because it's like the power that you get from the people that are no longer here. Mm-hmm. And, and I Your think purpose. that's, yes. And when you come from that background that we come, which is grassroots, you can't see your people hurt, you can't see your people in pain and not say anything. You got to speak up. You got to, you know, tell the truth. You got to bring reality. I just had a meeting earlier with our outreach staff, you know, where how we we needed to do some things, Mm because people think, you know, this is 2018, the LGBT community, particularly communities of color, you can't just bring a message and expect them to just swallow and, and, and buy in. 
Oh. You got to really bring Supply it. You got to bring it. Yes. Yeah. And you them. got to, you know, so everything that we do here is with the input of people. If somebody comes to me and says, baby, I don't like that. Sometimes they, they do too much. <laughs> oh, yeah. But you know what? At the end of the day, the words are, they count. Absolutely. Because yes. we have to stay true to what we preach. Confirm. And with that, I would like to open up the discussion to everybody in here. Yes. Mm-hmm. So, if you have a question that we can answer, Ooh, yeah. um, I would love to hear it. You got a comment. Um, I, <laughs> I am a prep uh, advocate, prep specialist, um, prior service military nurse. Uh, my brother over here is a blogger, social media personality, and journalist. So what things do y'all need? I have a question first. Yes. What things do y'all need? Like, okay, so chairs. Do y'all? What other items do y'all need? Like tables. Like, what can someone who is interested in giving a non-monetary donation bring to Costa Ruby? You can say comfortable couches. Comfortable, comfortable couches. couches. Yeah. Now let's make sure they're 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 because you know bed bugs. We used to have some fabulous couches, okay. but they call pet bu- bed bugs. So okay. if they're non non fabric, okay. That'll so be like better. leather couches. Yeah, or something kind of like um you know that that will be a request because you know we have a high traffic yeah. uh-huh. area and sometimes people you know sleep with the right. Yeah, you go no, to the uh-uh. wrong house and come back with you know, I'm okay. welcome. Laying down with dogs. <laughs> you said uh, something. Well, I don't know. It was. A, I just take this spray with me everywhere. It's vamoose. Vamoose spray. Lice repellent. Okay. I don't know. Lice repellent. Well, we were talking about <laughs> mm-hmm. keeping bugs away, so I'm sure lice repellent will help. Mm-hmm. So lice repellent. Ask for it, honey. Yes, you can, that's what you, you can never say. You oh, want yeah. a bike? Ask for it. It's like you want. You love makeup, so. This is the time, you know, yeah. you never know who's listening. <laughs> so you can definitely ask for it. What do you need, honey? A safe, a safe place, place to, to shower. A safe place okay. to shower. Yes. Oh, yes. Okay. That okay. is something that we're working on. Uh, we actually moved to this facility mm-hmm. to start providing that. We actually have um, an approval from our friends at the D.C. government in the DHS agency that they approve for us to add showers here. Okay. Um, we just moved in this building technically in around January, mm-hmm. December, January. Oh, and it's so March, that is something so that new. is, and we did move here with the purpose of adding that, washer and dryers. Okay. Uh, but it's supposed to yeah. do those things. Yeah. I mean, from five years that we actually opened the doors, mm-hmm. you know, to be able to do this in a context of, you know, a new administration. Yes. Oh, wow. Oh, Lord. So it's so, <laughs> but it is coming. Yes, Keep us it close. is coming. You will be. So, be so where, where can our online listeners that maybe they're not in the D.C. area, where can they donate so that maybe we can get those washer and dryers, that couch and shower systems for our brothers and sisters here Amen. that are in maybe a different situation than most of us. The best way is to actually go to our uh, website, which is www.castabruby.org. And Ruby is with a Y. Mm-hmm. Um, I will tell you, because you asked what can we do, right? Mm-hmm. I think that no matter where you are, if you have the opportunity to be a change maker, Amen. right? 
uh, you should take that opportunity, particularly if you have been one of those lucky ones that under the Obama administration was able to, you know, uh, gain some LGBT rights and be able to have a comfortable life. Don't forget about the people that didn't. That is what we do here. You know, um, I don't always want to, you know, because there are amazing people here who do amazing things. Mm -hmm. We just need, you know, that one opportunity. As the person who really just had a vision, you know, in, in one day it really was a dream to open an LGBT shelter in Washington, D.C. We need that support. There are people out there who know someone who may be able to, to you know, work on, on violence. There are people out or there who grant. can make the change, right? Don't just sit there and pretend that the LGBT community at large mm -hmm. is living, you know, the best life. There are young people who are still getting kicked out of their homes. There are people who are seniors, who are older than 24, and they're still having, you know, some tough times. So if you have the opportunity to be political, speak up. We have a Congress that hasn't really done much, oh, despite well, the fact the truth. we still have a lot of people in Congress that have that chance. Maybe not through the administration, but they can bring resources. They can do things. And I think that the one thing that it's very common to say, if you see something, say something, do something. Don't, don't have a blind eye to your LGBT community and pretend that everybody's living the dream. Because some people are still, now they will do it. I've seen people here, you know, and, and many of us who work here too, have been in a situation of need and now are doing something. So if we can do that, so can you. Absolutely. Thank you again for having us here. No, thank thank you, you so much. Thank you. So inspiring. Yes. Yeah, and I know yeah. you do it every day. I mean, you know, it's 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 just <laughs> This is not Wendy Williams. <laughs> oh that's right. Did she do <laughs> that? Okay. Wendy Williams well, does it on her show. I didn't want him to smear his makeup. Well, it's hot out in here. <laughs> well, that means uh, we got heat. So um, another question that we will open up to the group. Again, like I was saying a minute earlier, uh, that I'm a prep Thank specialist you. and I Thank can help people so get access to prep. So does everyone in here know what prep is? One. I feel like our audience. I feel like our audience knows what prep is. Okay. Yes. That's what, oh well. One, do I raise my hand question. too? I'm gonna be guilty. That's the you one know. question. So, <laughs> does everyone have access to care if they decided that they wanted to have it? Oh. So, if you don't, after we record, you can come and see me, and yes. I can put you in the right directions of people who can get you care for free and expediently. And you can also leave that information here. Yep. Um, we do have a, a wall over there where you can leave that info. You're also welcome to come here. Oh, no, if we're coming should, to the Kiki Ball. Yeah, you Friday. Should, you this should Friday. come, you know, and, uh, you know, and feel like, because I'll tell you what we have experienced here at Casa Ruby. For the past five years, we were running on a crisis mode. It was like an mm -hmm. emergency room. Because nowhere in this city, LGBT people had the ability to go to a place 
that was not just about HIV. The only thing that was always available was, you know, if you want to, you know, get some service, go and get a condom, get a t HIV test. But no one said, are you hungry, baby? But yes. no one really said, you know what, do you need a space where you can sit comfortably and no one is just calling you a faggy or something? Do you need a place where you can just be yourself? And out of the weather, it's snowing today. And it's cold. And it's cold as fuck. That's okay. You, could always, you know, one thing I learned, because I was homeless myself nine years ago. And I realized, have you all heard that saying that says, uh, bring your own sunshine, whatever you go, no matter what's going on, baby, bring your own sunshine. It can be snowing out here, but we're nice and comfortably here. Are you comfortable? Sweetheart, are you comfortable? I know you comfortable, honey. Oh, oh my God. I know you comfortable, honey. So guess what? I'm as warm as Punta Cana in this yeah, bitch. Oh, honey. You all know where Punta Cana is? Dominican Republic. Dominican Republic. So we need more of this. We, we need more of this. We, we got more people, you know, because we have uh, other houses where we provide housing. So all together we operate about 100 beds. Oh, wow. Um, yeah, it's, it's a lot. It's a, <laughs> it's a thing. It's 100 queens. And over 6,000 people serviced. Every year, yeah. 6,000 people Sometimes it's more. You know, this year it's going to be more because these facilities are more. What we do want to know is... People need to know that this place is here when they need. Yes, absolutely. Sometimes people, you know, just come and say hi, or they don't come and they just say hi online. But when you do need support, you should come. Mm -hmm. And we have victim services. Is she, was she able to talk about that? Yeah. This yes. city never have victim services. There is a statistic out that says half of black and uh, other brown yeah. minority gay men are half a paycheck away from mm -hmm. homelessness and yeah. so to know that there's a place where you can come and get a warm meal and mm -hmm. some heat and some lights if you need it if you absolutely need it mm -hmm. is um, a treasure um, I'm here today because I could have been your housemate uh -oh. mm -hmm. I could have very well been your housemate mm -hmm. I could be right here with you right now um, having the, the lovely was it like taco salad and mm -hmm. rice that mm -hmm. they had I could have been your housemate um, but serendipity and God stepped in um, and so I wanted to make sure that I talked to you guys this is our one-year anniversary we've been doing this for a year cool. and we want to do it another year and we wouldn't be remiss if we didn't do something like this um, to share our platform and share our spotlight mm -hmm. with you and so if you guys don't have any other questions we're gonna carry on with the show no any questions. other questions any wishes you, oh Lord <laughs> Y'all have everything? Y'all have everything? Y'all have everything? Okay, because... Okay, I'm sure. Yeah, come on up. We'll cover that. I up. have to keep it going because yes. I have to go to Northeast and <laughs> sure. handle... You like, are our very first actual guest. So, shout out to Miss Ruby Thank herself you. for being Thank our actual again. first Thank guest. You. Something I want to say before we go. You know, my first challenge in the LGBT community... Mm -hmm was to get the LGBT community to acknowledge that there were homeless people mm -hmm. in our community. 40%. The first people that will say, oh, no, we're not, girl. Don't talk about homeless because we're not. I would be like, honey, my house is homeless. That's okay. the, the craziest thing. And the other thing is people have this idea that in order to be homeless, you have to be pushing a, 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 a shopping cart and full of stuff. The reality is that you don't. So one of the things that I feel very proud of is that 
you know, it's okay to say, you know what, I'm having a challenge and I need help. I am surviving now many things, including HIV and violence, because I had the courage to ask for help and I got it. So I want to take that myth that because, you know, you may be struggling Mm. And you may feel like there's nothing, you know, just because you're homeless, that doesn't mean you're not fabulous. Okay. Just because you're working on yours in a system that was not there to support you from youth, that doesn't mean you won't become the best that you can be. And that strikes home with one of the sayings that we've been saying on this podcast for a year. Okay. Your location is not your destination. Yes. And so Ooh, just I because like you are right here right now does not mean you're always going to be right here right now. Now, don't leave me, y'all. <laughs> <laughs> don't leave me. You can, you can be here today and be in a mansion tomorrow. Whoa. Do not let your location You play in the lottery? You, it, don't, it don't have to be the How lottery. How do you win? It can be, it can be hard work. Okay. It can be a lot of things. Um, but your location is not your destination. So do not allow this to define you or determine where you're going from here on out. So your location. So what's your name, sweetie? We got another <laughs> guest. We got two guests on today. Y'all jealous. What's your name, sweetie? My Come name close. Is, my name is Pontiana. Oh, that's Pontiana beautiful. Um, well, basically, my experience with Casa Ruby has been great. I'm an outreach member of their team. Mm-hmm. Basically, we just um, outreach to people out in the street and outreach to people out in the community that may need help, um, that may need some assistance, um, deodorant, things like that, you know. Um, But better yet, my transition as a woman has been great and they've helped me a lot here. You know, I get to see a lot of beautiful trans women that have been through what I'm going through right now and may have ways in teaching me the way. Um, so I advise anybody that's out there that's trying to transition, you know, this would be a good place to come and okay. begin your transition. And so it's even, been a safe and it doesn't have to, to yeah, it, and it doesn't necessarily have to be even the shelter living. It could be just coming here to be around people that, you know, are similar to you. So yeah, I've seen some shelters before, and this don't look like one. <laughs> Y'all are in a palace. Um, tell us yes. what your best experience at Casa Ruby has been. Um, I would say when I got to showcase my talent um, a couple weeks a couple weeks ago. Um, I do drag performance, Uh-oh. and it's, it's it's hard it's hard for me to say drag performance. So she's a Laura Trixie. I'm I'm trapped. I do female illusionist impersonations. Okay. All right. Yes. Um, so they let me showcase my talent here, and no one had ever really seen me perform, and it was great. And I guess that was my best experience here at Casa Ruby. What did you wear? Um, I wore these silver high boots, um, a short jean skirt. Okay. And. What else did I wear? Ah, I forgot. And uh, like a black top, like Chinese type mm-hmm. vibe. I do Lauren Hill, so it was something earthy. You, the, I like that. I, I like that. I could see that. Yes. And so I, did you win? You know, it wasn't a competition. It, I don't think it was a competition. I don't no, think it, it was, was a competition. But if it was a competition, <laughs> would you have won? No comment. Well, <laughs> <laughs> let's stay humble. Things that go <laughs> Let's stay humble. But um, 
I would like people to follow me on Instagram and oh. Facebook. Okay. Uh, my Instagram is Pontiana Ivan. Spell Pontiana for him, because you know. P-O-N-T-I-A-N-N-A-I-V-A-N. And that's my Instagram. Um, my Facebook is Pontiana Ivan, but there's a space between the Pontiana Ivan. Okay. Yes. Beautiful. So y'all can y'all can follow her on social media and see her progress because again her location is not her destination either. And so follow her and see her progress and figure out where her destination is going to end. I think it's going to be somewhere beautiful and delightful. Yes, I indeed. see that for you. Thank you so much. Thank you. It is time for our here for it. I am definitely here for Shangela. I don't know if everybody saw the video, but Shangela was talking to her fans on the internet. It was young girls crying all over the nation, all over the web, because they felt Shangela should have won. And Shangela took the time. Of course, it's RuPaul's Drag Race. She didn't even win. Child, F RuPaul and his race. But Shangela. Best friend race, indeed. Um, took the time to talk to all of her fans and all the people that supported her. So I'm definitely here for the video of Shangela crying and supporting her friends and fans. What are you here for this week? Um, well, I'm here for that as well. Uh, it takes a big person to lose and then stand in the face of losing oh and then God. try to be humble. Um, so Shangela did that, especially knowing that she was right. Uh-huh. But I'm here for that as well. What I am here for this week is the billion dollar movie Black Panther has opened a doorway. Did, did anybody in the room get to see Black Panther? Oh my God. Go see Black Panther if you get the chance or opportunity. It was such a great movie. I saw it four times now. Oh. Yeah. Where yeah. was that the other three times? Not your business. Oh. Um, you got your sugar daddies. How many sugar daddies you got? Also not your business. Oh. Um, anyway, Ava DuVernay, uh, the famous black director, black female director, is now getting the opportunity to direct New Gods, which is another comic book movie. And she previously would never have gotten the opportunity to direct mm. the comic book movie um, because she was a black woman. Um, who didn't go to film school. Who didn't go to she film school. She picked up a camera at age 32. Mm. And now she's like 39, 40, and hanging out with Oprah. She goes to Oprah's house. <laughs> yeah. Like, what the? I'm so jealous. So I am absolutely unequivocally here for it. Um, the fact that the movie is way past the billion dollars and is opening doors for black female uh, directors is something that we all should applaud and, and take in, in good stride. Hey Amen. Um, the song for my soul this week, do y'all know her? H-E-R? Uh H-E-R. -oh. So I, she was the song for my soul a couple weeks ago and then I went back and listened to her album. She doesn't show her face. It's really scary because it's like, uh, I want to know if she looks like Cassie or if she looked like Sia in the face. Because you know, Sia don't show her face She looks either, like SZA, I believe. I think she so why just, would you hide that? Oh, or she might be SZA. That, oh, that, oh, boy. She might be SZA trying and to get two checks. That might be SZA trying to get two checks. So you heard it here on Here For A Podcast. Okay. Um, the song for my soul this week um, is a song that I heard on the album uh, after I listened to the whole album. The whole album was great. It's a vibe. Okay. Um, put it on your sex playlist because you can do a lot of grinding, a lot of slow twerking to okay. it, throw it back on it real nice. Okay. Put it on your sex playlist. But the song was yeah. Every Kind Of Way. So, if you heard that one? This song is real suggestive. Oh, no. Oh, but no. It, it means what it says. Every kind Every of kind way. Um, if the world were to end tomorrow, we only have today. I'd want you in every kind of way. Baby. Huh? Do you have to change your panties yet? 
That's gross. Oh, <laughs> uh, given that it's our anniversary, I picked Beyonce party because oh, we Lord. like to party. And this has been a party. Hey. So, um, I didn't really have a reason, just that Beyonce wanted to host a party. And, yeah, I got to get in formation. So, there's that. Well, On the Run Tour took uh, Tamar Braxton's wig off, apparently, this week. We saw that. So, <laughs> she liked to party, too. Um, Tamar is bald this week. I don't know how I feel about that. At least she has a nice shaped head. She got a nice shaped head for baldness. Like everybody that's bald Amen. doesn't get a chance to um, show their baldness and show the shape of their head. But at least she had a good shaped head. Is it time for our last call? It is time for our last call. Okay. So we are at Casa Ruby um, and we can't have alcohol in here. <laughs> so we're going to drink some juice. For our last call. Southern peach for, lemonade with real lemon bits. Absolutely. I like real lemon bits. So for the first time in um, the history of our show, we're not drunk at the end. But <laughs> but that's a blessing because we got to be here with you. Hey Amen. So without further These ado. These shot glasses are real fancy. Salute. Oh, oh. from Hennessy? I wish it was. Okay. Um, wow. <laughs> My last call this week is to the movie uh, that is If Bill Street Could Talk by um, James Baldwin. It was um, a book. Okay. It was a book by James I've Baldwin, who is a famous uh, gay writer producer, uh-huh. activist. Uh-huh. He's just everything. He was, he's was. he been my here for. He's been my last call before. And so this book that he wrote, which is an amazing book, if you've never read it, go get a chance to read it, it's become a movie finally. And it is oh. being directed by none other than the award-winning Barry Jenkins. Oh, the guy who wrote um, Moonlight. Moonlight. He put Moonlight together. Yes. Okay. So it put that together. So the person that is doing the James Baldwin book okay. is Barry Jenkins who did Moonlight. So it's about to be everything. They just wrapped production. The movie is going to come out oh, by the end. Oh, it's already together. Oh, yeah. Oh. No. Yeah, it's been in production for almost a year now. Okay. Um, but they've wrapped production, um, and the movie is going to come out at the end of the year. It looks like maybe a November or December uh, release date. So I wanted to put it on you guys' radar. If you don't know it, it's a great book. Go read What's the, the book. What's the name of it again? Go read the book. If you've never read the book, the book is called If Bill Street Could Talk. Bill Street Could Talk. Okay. If Bill Street Could Talk. And you should, re- you should resonate with that. He's from my, Memphis. My last call is um, to Here For It Podcast t-shirts. We know that Summer Prize is coming up, and you're going to want t-shirts. You want to want cool phrases from Here For It Podcast, nice quotes from us. So everybody listening, everybody here at Casa Ruby, we are working on t-shirts. Um, and we are in the testing phase. It's so much paperwork, so much testing, because we want to make sure that the product is great. Because, you know, gay people will talk about you if your product is trash. So we are trying to get our steps ordered. And um, here for a podcast, tanks and T-shirts are coming. So um, prepare your wig. And probably a shot glass. Uh, thank you for listening to this week's episode of Here For A Podcast. Our first year anniversary, season Woo! one, done, wrapped. Thank you to everyone at Casa Ruby for having us today. Make sure you follow Casa Ruby on the internet, um, casaruby.org. Um, and see and hear and feel all of their wonderful services. They're on YouTube as well and all of the places. And um, come out to a Kiki Ball. If you have nothing to do on a Friday night and you're in D.C., come yeah. and Kiki with them. Come and hang out with them and see them in 
person. Give a donation. Help us buy a couch for Casa Ruby. I think that's going to be my personal mission. Um, we're buying a couch for Casa Ruby. we got to figure that out. Um, my name is Ronald Matters. Follow me on the internet at Ronald Matters and, of course, RonaldMatters.com. I am the Superman, T-H-E-E-S-U-P-A-M-A-N. Um, and you can still follow me on Craigslist and and the uh, Casual Encounters column. All right, now. See y'all next week. Bye. Bye.